Welcome to One and Done Radio. Wherever you are, however you are listening, whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Pandora, Podcorn, Podbean, and anything else that is out there, thanks for making One and Done Radio a part of your day. Now, last time on this episode, I go into I go into a, a little long rant about sports. No fans. I don't know if it's like a rant or a perspective. I mean, you'll find out. Um, then the NFL players ha- send out the hashtag we want to play. Kind of go into details about what they're trying to do at that point. And then finally, the NBA bubble is actually off to a good start. And I kind of explain why. All that on the show. Let's go. So the other day, I was watching. Uh, my girlfriend and I were watching baseball, and we were watching, it was um, a scrimmage between the New York Yankees and the New York Mets, and it took place at Shea Stadium, um, and pretty much what it was is that it came down to, there was no one there, it was just a scrimmage, they were doing it because they're local, a subway series, whatever, however they do it, but this is this is kind of reality of how they can try and get some kind of competition going between teams, right? So with the Yankees and the Mets, they had to play somehow trying to see if they can get anything going. And so the reality is, uh, you look around, and I'm watching the game, I'm like, man, there's no one there. You know, you see, like, I saw, you see a couple random people in the stands, and it's probably, like, people that work for, like, maybe the social media sites, people that work for, the branding, the marketing, people that work for security, even though who was there to defend, like to stop from going to the field because like what's the point? You know, you, know the, you see all this space, right? Open space and it's just reality of this is going to happen, okay? We want, everyone wants sports to come back. I want sports to come back. So many people want sports to come back, right? But the how it can come back there's steps of how you can try and have it come back. There's ways to make it come back. Baseball, their way is no one there. Okay? When you think about that, no one can be at the stadium. Okay? And even Steven Strasburg of the Washington Nationals, they had an expedition between the Baltimore Orioles and the Nationals, and he said the reality is they took five buses to go to the stadium to play the Orioles. So they could social distance. He said that was pretty intense because you had to take five buses to so to so everyone can spread out, wear a mask, and do whatever. Okay, reality. Heck, Canada is kicking out their own their own team. They're telling the Toronto Blue Jays you can't play here. Now, mind you, if you look at the curves that we have going on right now. The U.S.'s curve is through the roof, and Canada's is very, very flat. Okay? So Canada is sitting there telling their team, their pride and joy of their only baseball team, mind you, because there is no other baseball teams in Canada. They are telling them, you cannot play here. We love you. We respect you. We wish we could have you play here. But if we want to continue our our flat curve, you can't play here. And the Blue Jays, the Blue Jays have come out and said, "That's fine. We respect it. That will happen. We'll find somewhere else to play." And there's talks of them playing in Pittsburgh or at their AAA affiliate in Buffalo. So there's talks of this happening. Of how this is going to happen. 
I mean, they only have like like 10 days to figure it out. So it's going to happen. And just where will they play? That remains to be seen. Next, Texas. Texas, the University of Texas. It, they have come out and said, we want fans in the stands, but at 50% capacity. Okay? I mean, it's half the stadium, obviously. And they can, sit, they can fit up to 100 people. So they're saying they want 50,000 fans in the stadium. Rutgers has come out and said, we want 500 people or less. Like, I didn't even know 500 people went to the Rutgers games. Like, they've been terrible lately. So, I think that's fine. But 500 people at a Rutgers game, I mean, that's pretty much like, you're, you got to make all the noise you can if you want to try and be an impact as far as a fan. The New York Giants and Jets have told their fans, no one's allowed in the stadium until further notice. Raiders have said the same thing. They said, we have not, until further notice, we cannot sit there and say fans can come and play. Now, think about all this. Do you, as You as a fan, does it matter to you to actually be there at the game? Does it matter to you to watch the game with fans on in the stands, on TV? Like you're at your house. Does it matter to actually watch them play? No, it doesn't. Not to me. And I get it. Fans bring so much atmosphere to the stadium. Like, I can tell you, and, I'm, and I know athletes out there can sit there and say this. Like, when you are at your home stadium, or even away stadiums, some, some athletes are wired differently. But when you have that fan background, you are background, you have a fan base behind you. And a big play happens, whether it's a touchdown, a home run, um, an alley-oop in basketball, or a big, a big shot, whatever it is, or in hockey, a big goal. When you have that fan reaction of what happens, it just, I'm telling you, there's just, it gives you a little boost. Like, it's just, there's just something about being in front of your fans, or again, other athletes, when it comes to playing against the away fans, like they're, you know, they're playing against a fan base that's not theirs. There's just something about a fan being there that pushes an athlete to another step. Like it's just hard to explain. You just you feed off it, right? Like there are teams obviously that are much better at home than they are on the road when it comes to certain sports and certain teams, right? There's certain there's Teams play better at home. That's why it's like, oh, they're playing at home. They're playing at home. Like, Michigan's playing at home. Uh, Alabama's playing at home. You know, they're, they're, it's about, well, Alabama, whatever. They, they're good pretty much anywhere, it feels like. But anyways, it's about what, where they play. But I'm not sitting there saying to myself, I want to see fans on TV. No. The reality is, what do you want more? You have across the league, across the sports... If you want stuff to happen, this is how it can happen. If you want to sit at home and watch sports when you're quarantined or whatever you're doing, this is the reality of how it can happen. Do we need sports in this country? Some people could say yes. Personally, I can't justify a reason for some sports to, for all sports to happen. I can't. Because not all sports have to happen. But they're trying to make it happen. 
And again, if you are one that you care about having fans in the stands when you're watching your favorite team play on TV, I don't know what to tell you, but except you can't watch the games this year then. But no, my thing is I want to watch sports. If I can, and if I can watch baseball with no sport, with no fans, excuse me, if I can watch any sport, as long as it's a sport that I have my interest in and there's no fans there, I'm fine with that. Oh, well, and then baseball says they're going to pump crowd noise into the stadium. And I saw the, the Mets and the uh, Yankees uh, scrimmage that they had. There was a cardboard cutouts behind home plate. Like, pretty much the seats there behind home plate, there was a cardboard cut, uh, cutouts of fans there. Like, I mean, I get what they're trying to do, and like, they're pumping in uh, crowd noise for like big time plays, like when like, a triple happens or a hit happens, whatever it is, or a strikeout. But it's obviously as an athlete, it doesn't fuel you. It doesn't fuel you the same. Like you don't get that same energy with that. But as a fan, I'm talking about as a fan perspective. This is the reality we have to live for right now, and for how long we don't know. But if you want to see your favorite team on TV, it ain't going to be with fans in the stands at this point. The NFL, uh, they had a, well, the players actually came out the other day, like Drew Brees, Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Other players have come out and ripped the um, NFL coronavirus protocols. Um, pretty much they're just, there's a bunch of things that they're saying like, this, hey, you're not doing it right. Um, there's need, need to be more steps in place. Uh, like some of the tweets that you would read was not, really, not, not disturbing, but just kind of like, okay, I got it. So here comes Russell Wilson. I am concerned. My wife is pregnant. NFL training camp is about to start. And there's still no clear plan on player health and family safety. We want to play football, but we also want to protect our loved ones. We want to play. Mahomes, get ready to report this week, hoping the NFL will come to agreement with a safe and right protocol so we can feel protected playing the sport that we love to play. Hashtag, we want to play. Drew Brees, we need football, we need sports, we need hope. The NFL's unwillingness to follow the recommendations to, of their own medical experts will prevent that. If the NFL doesn't do their part to keep players healthy, there's no football in 2020. It's that simple. Get it done, NFL. Okay. The NFL has actually come out and said that there's not going to be any preseason games this year. Okay, They said for 2020, well, no, they have actually offered that to the NFLPA. But the NFLPA has actually, before that, come out and said there shouldn't be any NFL preseason games. After they went from 4-2, to two, the NFLPA said, no, we don't want any. So it seems like now that the NFL has said no preseason games and the NFLPA has said no preseason games before, it seems like we're going to get an agreement on, hey, no preseason games. This is what I kind of talk, want to talk about a little bit about the we want the hashtag we want to play. Is they want to play. And there's again, there's like 1600 some players in the NFL that want to play. There's a select probably like 100 stars that can play and that can go without playing because they have the money and the income. But there are guys out there 
that they're not even going to get a chance to show what they can do on film on a game between a team, between a preseason game. Like It's only going to be in practice. And I've talked about this before. There are certain players, there are players out there that, as a former athlete and former athletes out there can understand, when you're playing on a game day, you step up another level. The drive and the competition to play against somebody else really shines and shows what you can do on a field. Practice is kind of like, not everyone, I'm sorry, it's just true. Not everyone gives their all in practice. Can we agree on that? You've been to a practice and you've seen a guy not give their all, but when game day comes around, it's a complete different story. I've seen it. We've all seen it. And for the NFL, when, when these players say, well, I, don't, I may not want to play because of this, you don't have to. You know why? Because there are going to be guys in the lower tiers, right? Guys that are not making that much money, that need to play, and that will go play. I'm not trying to sit there and say that the NFL should not fix their policies. No, absolutely not. The NFL needs to make sure all the right protocols are in place. What I'm trying to say also is they need to make sure that the right protocols are in place, but the players trying to sit there and start a movement like this needs to happen, that needs to happen, this and that, and I'm not going to play. Like, dude, like, just, just just play, okay? But and this is the problem, too. And, and they've come out and said they're going to do testing every day. They're going to make sure that players get tested every day. And if the players are okay with that, then, that's the, then there should be no issues at this point, right? If you get tested every single day and you make sure that everyone is on the same page as far as, hey, when you're at home, make sure your family is doing, like not doing, going out and talking to people, make sure, or your social distance, or, you, you know, as everyone does their part in the NFL, then we can make something happen where players can play. I mean, the NFL is going to happen. Again, I think the season is going to happen. Do I think it's going to last the entire season? I don't know because this is why. The reality is when it comes to player health, like I've said before, how many quarterbacks are – like this is just an example. How many quarterbacks do you bring? Do you have two at the facility and two working out at home watching film? and zooming in on meetings because if you have this the job of those backup quarterback is to be at the hip of the starting quarterback right so if you have your starter and your backup they're at the facility you just leave them there and then if you have two more quarterbacks number three number four you leave them at home you don't bring them right is that what you do to make sure no one gets sick this, the hashtag we want to play movement. I believe that obviously more tests will, more protocols will fall into place. My point is for players to say that they will not play, that I'm telling you, there are just players out there that are dying to play. That, I mean, figure speech, but they want to play really bad. And I just think that. Obviously, the NFL needs to make sure the best protocols are in place for these players to be healthy. But at the same time, these players need to understand that there are other players out there that would play in this situation. So the NBA, obviously, is you know 
about to start back up the bubble <laughs> and the bubble actually i want to talk about the bubble really quick it's actually um effective right now the nba actually came out and had a test of 346 players and coaches staff and whoever's in whoever's in quote the bubble all tested and they've had zero positive results now that's kind of that's obviously contradicting what I was saying because I talked about before how I feel like that the bubble won't work because at some point someone will test positive in the bubble and then they'll be stuck, you know, listening or they'll be the season will go on hold or the bubble will stop whatever or they'll pop the bubble, you know. But as of right now, the bubble is working. How much more can we ask for besides that? The bubble is working. Players are not leaving the bubble anymore. And if you do, you got, hey man, you got to, you come back inside this bubble, you're going to be quarantined for eight days to show any signs or symptoms. So the NBA protocol is working. The only thing is, it won't work for all sports. It just can't because they are going. It's this is pretty much a playoff bubble. Yeah, there's gonna be some a couple like regular season games I think to determine who's going into the playoffs if I'm not mistaken. But the bubble is. It's just so funny to say bubble all the time. I don't know why. The bubble is just only happening because, and it's weird where it's happening. It's happening in Florida where cases are spiking and it's it's happening. But the bubble will happen and it continue to happen because of the fact that as long as everyone's staying inside the bubble, not leaving. But this, again, is something that I did talk about where after the first round of the playoffs, families will be allowed to enter the bubble. Obviously, you have to make sure they all get tested before. Anyone that goes into the bubble gets tested. If you are, if you are deemed positive... You cannot enter the bubbles, and so I'm actually kind of curious because I don't think they get—I don't know if they get a positive test right away or a negative test right away. I don't know how that works because I know sometimes if you get tested, it doesn't—you don't get a result right away. But you know, again, you're not paying big money to get a test. You're not—I—I I don't know—you're not a basketball player getting a test, right? So the NBA has come out and obviously said no one's. No one's passed. No one's been positive, but bringing in families that could be a different issue when that time comes. Maybe someone will test positive. Then they say, "I'm sorry, LeBron, your family can't come in." That'd be a big deal. But as LeBron James would have to understand, say, "Yeah, okay, fine. They can't come in. They can't come in. I don't know what to tell them. I told them to do their part. I told them to stay at home. I told them that when the time came, they can come and enter the bubble." I mean, shoot, if you watch the video, it's actually kind of funny. Like, these guys are like, you know, they're playing games, they're going on water slides, they're enjoying their time in this bubble because of the fact that, and, then, and Adam Silver, he's done a great job of trying to handle all this. And he did. He made sure they all worked together, the NBA owners, GMs, coaches, everyone was on the same page and players as far as if we want to finish the season and make a playoff happen, how can we do it? 
and it came down to having the COVID NBA bubble. That will do it for today's episode of One Done Radio. Thanks for tuning to the show, and be sure to subscribe to One Done Radio on iTunes. And any questions, comments, fan mail, anything at all you want to send to me, I would definitely be more than happy to read on air. Just send to ryandunn1 at yahoo.com. Again, it's Ryan, D-U-N-N-E, the number one, at yahoo.com.